And now, ladies and gentlemen, could I have the very best of order, please, for the next 28 minutes? That means no general fidgeting, with special focus on keeping those hands still. As once again, we pay our weekly visit to the show business legend, raconteur, after-dinner speaker and friend to the stars, especially the plough. Yes, indeed, it's time for the next instalment of Count Arthur Strong's Radio Show. <laughs> And so, now that you've heard what I'm saying to you, I feel sure that having witnessed in action my methods and techniques I employ, <laughs> that you will all put it all into practice and become high achievers in your chosen fields just like I proved you can do with the way I deport and conduct myself at all times. <laughs> Remember, there's no such thing as a negative thought. Only n negative uh, people think in them. <laughs> and if you ever find yourself slipping back into your old habits, I want you to look yourself straight in the eye, um, in the mirror, obviously, <laughs> otherwise you'll have problems doing it. Unless you're cross-eyed, of course. Then you're just one of the lucky ones that can look at your eyes without a mirror. Anyway, um, just look at your reflection and speak out loud for all to hear your personal mantra I've given you. I can, I must... No, it's not that. Um, I will, I must... No. Oh, I must, I must improve my... But No, it's not that. <laughs> I'm going to have to have that written down on my hand for tonight, I think. So, it's good night and cheerio to you all, etc., etc. All right, then, let's have a little listen back to that, then. Right, so, uh, push the stop button. Now, where's rewind? Play Fufford. What's... <laughs> What's Fufford? Oh, here we are, rewind. And press play. <clears throat> well, I don't know what to say now. Um, what shall I say? Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Hey, that's not me. Uh, I've got some new shoes. Sh shall I say about them? Um, I went to the sale at Dolcis and I got... What the bloody hell's going on? Where's my speech? I don't really sound like that, do I? No, and I bloody don't neither, sir. <laughs> that's two of us. How, how can you tell if it's on or not? You see that red light? That comes on when it's recording. It's amazing, isn't it? If you went back to prehistoric times, I wouldn't believe it. They'd look at you as if you were mad if you showed them this. But of course they would. They didn't have electric then. <laughs> it was all gas mantles. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take that back when I go out to buy my meat. And I'll be looking for compensation. <laughs> my closing speech for tonight, gone for a Burton. <laughs> Hello, Arthur. You're late today. Wilf, I won't even begin to tell you why. Suffice it to say, my lateness is not of my own making. And when I've isolated the individual responsible, his heads will roll off. <laughs> I've got myself motivating yourself up. Let's your talk this afternoon, as you know. I've still got to get the dunces hats from the fancy dress shop yet. <laughs> Dunces hats? Oh, yes. It's a new thing I'm trying. Uh, they call it reverse for Latterday. 
Uh, reverse psychosis. Oh, it's uh, psychology. Reverse psychology. Well, sounds very technical. What's that, then? Well, I've been reading up on it, and I have devised my own vagrant on it. In a nutshell, you put everyone in dunces' hats and tell them they're stupid and they'll never amount to anything <laughs> while you're banging a big uh, dustbin lid with a wooden stick to disorientate them. <laughs> and then you, um, you get the... Was, well, I forget what happens next, but that's the bones of it. And uh, it ends up with everybody crying their eyes out <laughs> and feeling so much better about themselves than they used to do before I banged the dustbin lid. <laughs> They've had some remarkable results with it in, um, where was it? Um, somewhere or other. Um, it was definitely somewhere in the world. Um, I do remember that. Oh, now then, while it's in my head, did you find that um, theme from the Dambusters music? I want to play it tonight while they're all crying and asking to go home. You know, the, the, the Dunkirk spirit and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I put it to one side for you upstairs. Just watch the shop a minute while I get it. Right, oh. Now, let's have a, a browse. What should I have tonight? Sausages. Bit of belly pork? No, I think I'd have a little meander down Offal Alley. <laughs> Hello. Good evening. Afternoon. Oh, sod it. Morning. Good morning. Oh, it's a lovely day, isn't it? Is it? Where is he, then? He's upstairs, getting the dumbusters. Oh, uh, our Sheila's lad's a plumber if he needs someone. <laughs> what are you talking about? He doesn't need a plumber. The bum dammers, I said. I'm talking about Barnes Wallace, the bouncing bust. No, I don't think uh, Gary would be able to do that. No, he, he just does central heating and sinks and things like that. No, he's getting me the music for it, you dozy so-and-so-and-so. What is it you want? You're a butcher, then. Do I look like a sodden butcher? I'm just holding the meat fork for him while he's not here. Don't you have to have qualifications? It's not bloody Einstein that's gone upstairs, is it? <laughs> qualifications? What are you on about? Well, it's got to do with hygiene. You've got to go to college for it. Oh, for crying out loud, what do you want to do? See my diploma I've got in hand-washing? Oh, I've had enough of you. Look, love, you've got your days wrong. Today's half-day closing. Technically, you're trespassing. So... <laughs> You'd better hop it sharpish before all the alarms start going off. Once the police are involved, there's no turning the clock back. Come back tomorrow. What day is it today, then? That's right. There's the door. Come on. No malingering. <laughs> Straight home now. Dear me, you get some right idiots coming out. <laughs> I uh, think we'll have that closed sign up. Well, who is that, Arthur? A customer? Oh, a complete time waster. Not the slightest intention of buying anything. No real interest in meat at all. I don't know how you put up with it, Wilf, on a daily basis. Well, anyway, there you are. There's your damn busters. Good. Right, then. Um, has any of your offal been reduced yet? Well, it's a bit early yet, Arthur. If I do cut any prices, it's usually after five, really. All right. Tell you what, then. Bag me up half a pound of kidneys and I'll be back in and pay for them at half past five. <laughs> 
That way, I get them cut price, and I'm helping you out, aren't I? Taking them off your hands when you just probably end up flushing them down the toilet. Anyway, oh, it's, it's all about give and take, isn't it, Wilf? Customer number 328. Please go to collection point A. Please go to collection point A. Please go to collection point A. Oh, it's an easy job, is that? Anyone could do that better than her. She makes no attempt to vary her tone of voice. It's exactly the same every time. Might as well have a machine doing it. Come to collection point A. I wonder if they have collection point B. Or a C. Or any of the other alphabet letters. Because that would get a bit more complicated then. Oh, yes, you'd be earning your money if they did. <laughs> collection point B. Come to a collection point B. A, B, C, D, G, F... What? A, B, C, D, G, F, E. A, C, D, G, F, E. No, that's not right. A, D, G. No, idiot. A, B, G, C, D, E. Excuse me, can I help you? I was halfway through something there. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm... Being sorry is no good. I've, I've lost my thread now, thanks to your lack of sensitivity. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm very sorry. sorry. I've brought this back. Is there something wrong with it? No, I'm just taking it for a walk. Oh, yes, there's something wrong with it. Right, here you are. Listen to this. And I got two pairs of high heels, one pair of slingbacks, which I can't wear at the moment until I've had my bunions done. I don't know what's wrong with that. What's wrong with that? Do I look like I wear high heels? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not with you. Oh, give me a paintbrush, I've paint... You a picture of me spelling it out for you with it. <laughs> then perhaps you might have a clue. Listen, I'll make it simple for you. One, that's not me. Two, um, oh, what was two? Um, well, there is a two, I'll come back to that. And three is the same as two. Well, I'm still not sure what your complaint is. My complaint is that what you've just listened to on the machine that your shop sold me is not myself doing it back to you. Not only is it not myself, whoever it is that is doing it isn't even saying what I said. <laughs> so it's broken on both fronts. Do you mind if I have a look at it? Be my guess. Right. Can I ask where you got the cassette tape from? Uh, I got it from Harry Underwood, second-hand shop on Whitfield Street. <laughs> you must know it. He's, he's got a big handlebar moustache. Larger than life is Harry. It's next door to um, where the pet shop used to be, before they knocked it down. They used to have a, a monkey in the window with a big red backside, if that's any help. This is a very old used cassette tape. That's not you on it. Which it most definitely is not. 
I've more important things to do than squeeze my bunions into high heels and, and slingshots clacking down the street. Then it's obviously a recording of someone else that was on there when you bought the tape. I knew it definitely couldn't be me. I don't talk like that. And I'm not a woman, despite your inferences about high heels. Anyway, listen... I've got to play the theme from the Dambusters on it later this afternoon. My motivational talk I'm doing. You've probably heard all about it. There's a, a card up in the post office and everyone's talking about it. Will it do that without letting me down? As long as you actually have a tape of the Dambusters, this machine will play it. Well, that's more like it. Now, if you'll excuse me, I think you've taken up quite enough of my time for one day, don't you? Good day. Oh, the bloody slippery sodden things these dunces at. You should have put them in the bag for me with what they cost. Hello? Hello? No one here? Wonderful. They're supposed to have laid on someone to help me. Where are the lights? Hello? Oh, you bloody idiot. What are you doing? Creeping up on me like... The Virginia Creeper. <laughs> they give me a heart attack. Well, I was waiting for you. You're late. I must have nodded off. Well, that's a good job you've got, isn't it? You can just nod off whenever you want. You're in my employ today. You are included in the rental of this hall. The least you can do is stay conscious. <laughs> have you not put the seats out yet? Oh, yes, there they are. Oh, I want more than that. There's been a card up in the post office for a fortnight. I, I, I want at least triple that. Possibly a quintuple is. Or even sextuple. Whichever is the greater. I'm sorry, I was just going on ticket sales. Oh, you've got a lot to learn, haven't you? Have you never heard of walk-up? No, I don't suppose you have. You've probably never heard of wake-up, neither. I'll tell you what, just stick with me and hope some of me rubs off. <laughs> Who's going to be on the door? Mrs Robinson. Well, she better be on the ball. Now, have you had my banner delivered? Because that's got to go up as well. Oh, yes, we've had a parcel come. It's here. Right, um, I'll open that now, then. Then you can put it up. Yes. Right, over the other end of that. Let's have a look. What? What have they given me, the bloody idiots? That's not what I asked for. What does it say? Closing down everything a pound. <laughs> I can't have that hanging over my sodden head, can I? I like the colour. It's very professional-looking. I'm supposed to be motivating everybody up. Hardly makes me look like a successful business model, does it? Everything a sodden pound. I'm furious with them about that. Quite furious. <laughs> What's it supposed to say? It was supposed to have my personal mantra on it. Nothing succeeds like a budgie. Um, <laughs> success, I mean. Nothing succeeds like success. Oh. Well, I, I, I've heard that before. Well, you will have, because that is adapted from a quotation by a wise old Chinese man called Confusion. <laughs> I, think, I think he did Hansel and Gretel as well. So... You've learned something there, haven't you, through talking to me? I bet you're thinking you must stay awake more often now after my pearls of wisdom pouring forth. 
Anyway, come on, I can't stand around all day listening to your particular brand of time-wasting. Show me the dressing room so I can hang my suit up. Well, we haven't got a dressing room. There's a mirror in the toilets. Oh, a mirror in the toilets. This just gets better and better, this, doesn't it? Anyway, come on, chop, chop. They'll be coming in soon. Um, while I get my lectern set up, would you be so good as to put out quintuple more chairs out? There must be a seat for everybody. I want no one standing. Let's treat the audience with proper respect, please. Um, oh, then once they're sat down, I want you to put dunces hats on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'll, um, I'll get my makeup on while well, I've got two minutes. Uh, put a little bit of pancake number five on. <laughs> Rub it in. Little black line down the middle of the nose for definition. <laughs> Lovely. Where's that red pencil? Ah, here it is. Little red dot with it in the corner of my eyes. Excuse me. Oh, you oh, bloody oh, idiot. Oh, dear me, I've stuck that sodding pencil right in me eye now because of you, you dozy sod. I'm so sorry. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Get me some toilet paper. My eye's streaming. Look at that. What are you doing sneaking up on me like that? Well, I've finished the chairs. Wonderful. You've finished the chairs. And you just thought you had enough time left to pop in here and blind me in one eye. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for fitting it all in. I know how busy you are. Look, I, c I can hardly open that eye now. Well, do you want me to go to the chemist or anything? I don't think they have any tablets for ramming a sodden pencil in your eye, do they? Well, what did you have a pencil in your eye for anyway? I didn't have it in my bloody eye until you came in. I was doing an old makeup trick, if you must know, to make you look... You know, to make you look like your eyes are... Uh, Oh, I don't know. Rodney Buse does it anyway. That's who told me about it. Go and ask him. I haven't got time to be interrogated. I'll tell you something. I'll have a right bruise in the morning. That's your fault, is that? Are you covered by insurance here? I need the lavatory. Listen, while I'm in here, these lavatories are sacrosanct. This is my dressing room, my inner scrotum. Um, uh, sanctum, I mean, my... My inner sanctum. It's where I prepare myself mentally and spiritually for the rigours of my performance. I'm not having all and sundry go into the lavatory in here as though there's no tomorrow. Where are we supposed to go, then? Use your imagination. You shouldn't need me to tell you where to go to a blue. You're a grown man. Dear me, this ceaseless hand-holding people expect me to do. Anyway, you'll be hearing from my legal team regarding my eye. I can hardly open it. Look. Hooey, are you in there? That's Mrs Robinson I told you about. She's taking the tickets. Send her in on your way out. I'll make sure she's briefed. He wants you to go in. What, in there? What for? Something about making sure you've briefed, I think. What? That's what he said to tell you. It's the men's toilets. I know. What does he want me to go into the men's toilets for? Oh, for crying out loud, tell her. Tell her it's not the men's. It's the bloody dressing room for tonight. Just tell her. It's the bloody dressing room for tonight. Come in. Hello. Don't worry, I don't bite people. Not unless they bite me first. So, you know, you'll have brought it on yourself if I, <laughs> if I do sink my teeth into you. Oh, well, I won't then. 
Can you not stand there? Come and stand over here, closer to me. You're in my blind spot there. Oh, you're very domineering, aren't you? I like a domineering man. <laughs> Look, I want to tell you what duties to perform today. Oh, I've got some duties to perform, have I? You cheeky thing. What? I said you're a cheeky thing, aren't you? What are you on about? Winking, winking at me. Winking at you? I'm not winking at you. Yes, you are. You're doing it now. I'm not bloody winking at you. I've had a red pencil stuck in my sodding eye. That's what that is. Well, I didn't know. You want to be careful with that, sending out the wrong sort of signals. I'm not sending out any bloody signals. What's up with you? I'm in agony here, you know. Hello, what's going on in here? There's nothing going on in here. All right, I get it, mate. Get what? Nod's as good as a wink. Listen, I am not bloody winking. <laughs> Watch my lip. I am not bloody winking. OK, whatever you say, Chief. What do you mean, whatever I say? I'll tell you what, I'll leave you to it. I told you it could be misinterpreted. Do you want to be careful with that winking eye? Oh, just put some socks in it, will you? Listen, you're going to have to introduce me because there's no other idiot here to do it. I'll write down what I want you to say. Do you think you can manage that? Oh, yes, I do all the amateur dramatics here. I play the lead and call me madam. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> How's the audience shaping up? Oh, they're both in. All right. <laughs> Off you go, then, Mrs Robinson. Ladies and gentlemen, would you now put your hands together, please, and welcome onto the stage the leading motivational... Oh, well, it looks like goo-goo. <laughs> the leading motivational goo-goo. Guru, you idiot. Motivational guru. I can't read your writing. A motivational guru who's worked and motivated people, including Michael Fish. <laughs> too many other people, too numerous to go into because of time constraints. Please welcome Count Albert String. Thank you, you bloody dozy woman. <laughs> For that wonderful introduction you've done me. You know... When I was a little lad, I used to sit and read about the top stars and imaginary idols of the day. And I used to think to myself, it could never happen to me. And then I used to think, well, why not? And then I used to think, because things like that just don't happen to me. <laughs> and then I used to think, but that doesn't mean that they can't. And then I used to think, oh, I'm just being stupid. And then I used to think, now, who are you calling stupid? <laughs> then I used to think, come over here and say that one. Not your block off. Talk to me like that. And I would have gone on forever <laughs> if I hadn't been asked to leave Sue Ryder's. <laughs> by Sue Ryder herself, incidentally. <laughs> Marvellous. Now, on your chairs you'd have found a pointy hat, which I'd like you all to put on for this next bit. Now, I know it'll be hot. No, don't turn round. You can join the rest of us when you've had a good hard think about your behaviour. And hold that chair higher above your head as well. Come on, if it ain't hurting, it's not fixed. So, don't break it. Oh, it's something like that. Anyway, where was I? 
Um, oh, yes, low self-esteem. Now, I know it'll be hard for some of you to imagine because of who I am and what I've gone on to become. But I used to suffer from low self-esteem about myself. And... <laughs> and if I found myself in a room full of empty people, I wouldn't know what to say. And pretty soon, that room full of people would be an empty room full. <laughs> what you have to do is focus and be positive. You see, to me, this half-empty glass is in fact half-full. Well, the bottom half of it is anyway. <laughs> so it's not all bad news. Um, obviously, the top half of the glass is completely empty, but that's not the half I'll be drinking from. Um, and that's the way we have to look at things. Now, at this junction, I will throw the floor open for questions. So if you've got anything you want to know about anything I've done to you, now said to you, um, anything I've said to you, now's your chance to pick my brains and run with it. What's the significance of your sign? What sign? The one up there above you, closing down everything a pound. What does it mean? Oh, has he put that up, the lunatic? And why do you keep winking at us? Is it to give us confidence? Oh, for pity's sake. Can I put the chair down yet? No, you can't. You're, you're, you're learning something. Look, I only came in to ask whose rover that is that's blocking the entrance. All right. That's it. Hey, I'll tell you what. Why don't you stick the sodding chair where the sun hurts, eh? You, you, you just can't help some people. You've got to at least meet me halfway. And as the question and answer session draws to a close, <laughs> it just remains to me to thank you for listening to what I spoke. Now go away with your newfound self-confidence and self-esteem and change the world. That's it. <laughs> Hello, Arthur. Wilf? What are you wearing an eye patch for? I've had to get one because everyone thinks I'm winking at them, which I'm not. How did you talk, though, then? Well, as we motivational speakers like to say, I feel it was in the zone. Oh, yes. There or thereabouts, anyway. Remember, Wilf, nothing succeeds like a budget. Oh, with yeah, success, I mean. Oh, that's funny. What is? Well, they've got that on a sign in the pound shop. Nothing succeeds like a budget. That's my sodding idea they've pinched. Oh. Well, did you have a good turnout? Oh, yes, I had one or two in. Don't you worry about that. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what the knock-on effect will be for the next one. They'll be flocking in when word gets out what I can do with a few dunces hats and a dustbin lid. Eh? <laughs> Essentially, Wolf, it's just about making people feel good about themselves. I am a very good listener. Oh, funny you should mention that, because... I've... And listening is not something you can be born with. That's just something you have to learn at birth. And I have always had that, ever since I was born. Well, yeah, that's what I was going yes, to Yes, talk... yes, very interesting. Now, can we please have a bit less of your chin music? And then, perhaps, you can apply yourself to serving me with my cup-prize offer.
Come on, cough up my kidneys. Appearing with Count Arthur Strong were Sue Perkins, Alistair Kerr and Dave Mountfield. The script was written by Steve Delaney and edited by Graham Duff. Count Arthur Strong's radio show was recorded live at Comedia Brighton, is produced by John Leonard and Mark Radcliffe, and is a joint Comedia Entertainment and Smooth Operations production.